Welcome to the Bridge Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this message from our special guest speaker, Matt Franklin. To access other resources or to find out more information about our church, visit thebridgespringfield.com or find us on social media at The Bridge Springfield. Well, I have been unleashed. So as, uh, as he said, my name's Matt, and, uh, and I hide in the back. So it's a little different for me to be up here. Um, I actually haven't spoken to a group of people in quite some time. My wife and I uh, did a little uh, ministry class uh, about a year and a half ago. And uh, I got to speak a little bit during that, but most of it was, was her. So, um, so I'm looking forward to talking to you today. Uh, God's laid some, some really cool stuff on my heart. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, yeah, I really hope that uh, you guys can grasp a hold and get the revelation that he's given me. Um, so I am going to get started. I do not use a computer or an iPad. I know I'm young, but I, uh, I, I've got to, uh, I got to use paper. That just works the best for me. So right now I am, uh, I'm making a little bit of tea. It's, uh, it's not really for me. It's for you guys a little bit later on. I'm gonna, gonna talk about this more later, but I, I wanted to make sure that, uh, it got started. So I should have brought a spoon, but instead I'm using my fingers. So, so we'll leave that there for a while, and we'll come back to it. So I want to start with prayer. Papa God, wow, we just thank you for your spirit, Lord. We thank you that you're with us wherever we go. We thank you for your love and your peace. And we just thank you that <laughs> you allow us to hear what you want us to know. And I just pray today that ears will be open, hearts will be open, minds will be blown. <laughs> In Jesus' name. And I laughed at minds be blown because today we're going to actually talk about renewing our minds. So... We're going to start in Romans 12.2. It says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And some other translations, this is the ESV. I'm trying to stick with that most of it, um, most of the time today. Some other translations say what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So that is our scripture reference for the importance that transforming ourselves through the renewal of our mind is important, is what I meant to say. And God gave me a great phrase. It's actually inspired by Lily's amazing lesson uh, last week. I don't know how many of you were here for that, but it, she, she rocked it. That was, that was great. And uh, his phrase is, uh, he gave it to me to remind me, I'm going to play on some words today, guys, so remind me how to renew our minds. And it's actually the title of my message today, 
and it's called Rinse and Repeat. In order to renew our minds, we, we have to, I'm sorry, all we have to do is rinse in the waterfall of his grace and repeat the truth of his word. Once again, in order to renew our minds, it's actually very simple. We have to rinse in the waterfall of his grace that Lily talked about last week. It's just a step to get into the waterfall of his grace. And then you can stay there and you're forever rinsed. And we repeat the truth of his word. So we're going to first look at what it means to renew your mind. That's going to actually be real short, but I've got a definition for you. thought it was uh, appropriate. And then we're going to explore why it's important to renew your mind. And then we're going to actually learn something practical and how we can renew our minds. So let's start with the meaning. And I have paper clipped my notes. Does not make it very easy to switch pages. So <laughs> Webster's definition of the word renew is to make like new, to restore to freshness, vigor, or perfection. And all, all, all of that just rings true. In the renewing of our mind, God is restoring the freshness of those he loves. And I love perfection, like he bringing us towards perfection because in Christ we have been made perfect. The biblical definition of the phrase, which actually ends up being renewal of your mind, is the adjustment of the moral and spiritual vision and thinking to the mind of God, which is designed to have a transforming effect on the life. Whoa. So... This definition actually helps us move into the next part, which is why it's important to renew our minds. But the adjustment to the mind of God has a transforming effect on our lives. That's why it's important to renew our minds. So Romans 12.2, uh, this is in the Amplified Bible. Uh, this also answers, I, I actually have, let me set this up, I have two main reasons why I found it's important to renew our minds beyond this biblical definition that I just read. So why is it important to have our minds renewed? The Amplified Translation of Romans 12.2 says, do not be conformed to this world or this age. Oh, good. It's long. It's the Amplified Bible, so. But I love it. Fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed or changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideas and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. What I get out of that and why I think it's so important to have your mind renewed is to prove to yourself 
what God believes about you. And the second thing that I think is important about having our minds renewed comes from Ephesians 4, 22 to 24. It says, to put off your old self. We know that old self. I'm sure our old self tries to visit very frequently. But it says, put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, the new self which is created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Of course, the new self is Christ, but we're putting on Christ. So when you put on Christ and put on your new self, you are created after the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. So the second point is why I think it's important to have your mind renewed is not just that you prove to yourself what God believes about you. It is to believe what God believes about you. How many of you can look today and say, hey, well, you know, I, I believe that I am created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. I can step before him and say, thank you, Daddy, for everything, and I receive it all. I hope that's every single one of us. I really do. But I have a feeling there's a few of us out there that that have a, a little bit of difficulty believing that. And that's why it's important that we do renew our minds because the process of renewing our minds is going to bring you to that place. And the result of that is a transformed life. You will be different. You will live different. And it'll be glorious. We can actually walk in complete freedom at that point. Some would say freedom to sin? Of course not. Like, how silly are we going to be? We're, we're Christians. We're not looking for a way to sin more. It's complete freedom to live out the purpose that God has given us in our lives. We are each significant. Every single one of us is important. And God made each of us unique. And we all have special gifts that he put inside us that he designed us to use and to be and to perform or to, you know, act, you know, to act out in our life. And we can get stifled and never really step into that purpose if we get caught up with the world and distractions and don't actually go through and renew our minds. Even though we're all going to heaven, like it's, this has nothing to do with, with going, we're all going to heaven. We're all saved. Jesus did that. He took care of that. But we also need to believe what Jesus, what God believes about us. 
So the way we go about doing that uh, gets highlighted in Romans 6.4. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Rinse and repeat. We too might walk in newness of life. Rinse in the waterfall of his grace and repeat the truth of his word. Why is it important to have your mind renewed? It's the only way we're going to live the life we were created to. Praise God. He set us up to reign in grace, guys. There's, there's, he's got the path set for us. So that brings us into my third, the third thing I wanted to talk about, which was how do we renew our minds? So we've covered the what, we've covered the why. So how are we going to do this? Anybody know how we're going to remove our minds? Excuse me, not remove them. Renew, <laughs> renew our minds. We're going to rinse and, there we go, there we go. Let's say that again. We're going to rinse and repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's get involved here. I think I'm putting you guys to sleep. I apologize. We're going to rinse in the waterfall of his grace and repeat the truth of his word. There is a very important detail that I want to point out before we get into the practical application of, of the, uh, the how. And that actually is found, yep, that's found in our core verse uh, for this whole series, Reigning in Grace. And that core verse is Romans 5.17. I believe that was the core verse. It says, for if because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. So the detail I wanted to point out was just the one little word, receive. It is necessary for us to receive what has been freely given. It doesn't take a whole lot of effort, but if you think about what it takes to receive, someone can give something, but the other person could not receive it. So uh, a couple examples I had. One was, uh, was a radio, like a radio receiver. Ha, ha, ha. Like in your car. What is required to receive the signal is focus. So it doesn't take a ton of focus, but it does take focus because your radio bands are fairly narrow. And as you tune to a station, you, you kind of got to be right on that station or right next to it. And some, some radio stations, like if you're, you know, one-tenth of a digit off, it's, it's static, or worse yet, it's two radio stations. Have you, ever guys, have you guys ever had two radio stations at the same time? You know how confusing that is? Wow. So if our focus is on two radio stations at the same time, we're going to have a little bit of trouble receiving 
what someone's trying to give us, huh? So I'm going to ask my, my young helper that helped carry some of this stuff to come up here. This is Malachi, my son. Uh, we're going to do just a little illustration for you. But the, uh, the focus is what we need in order to step in, into the renewal of our mind. Could you hand me that, that gift there? Because distraction can cause us to, to not receive the gift. Let's try that again. Ah, as I look at him, the reason I brought him up is because about three weeks ago, I was handing him something. And he went like that. And, and God brought that to mind. But I think it's really important. Thank you, Malachi. You're awesome. Love you. I think it's really important to recognize that we do need to focus enough to grab the gift. We need to focus enough to tune in to the, what God is saying and what God is doing. And that is what, what begins renewal of the mind, is that, that focus that it takes. Are you guys tracking? Is it boring? No? Are we getting, are we, are we getting it? Okay. All right. Good. Good. I'm not, I have trouble reading a room because I'll ask my wife. I'll, I'll talk. I, I'm an external processor, so I could stand and talk, you know, most of the day and just, you guys may be bored out of your mind, but I'm having a good time. So, <laughs> and I hope this isn't heavy. Like I, I don't intend it to be heavy. It's, it's not, uh, it's actually really, really, really easy because all you have to do is rinse and repeat. It's, it's not meant to be, oh man, you know, I've got to go work hard and, and, and renew my mind every day. Oh, you know, it's, it's not that way. It's actually really simple, and we're going to move into that right now because we rinse in his grace. We know what his grace is, right? That's what Lily talked about. That's what we've been talking about this whole series. Grace is unmerited favor. In this case, we're talking about grace from God. So unmerited favor from God, the creator of everything. So... Unmerited means you didn't do anything. You didn't deserve it. And honestly, that doesn't even matter whether you deserve it or not because it's given to you freely. That's the whole nature of grace. So we don't have to do anything to be in grace. We just have to know that we are. And then the repeat portion is very, very simple. You just look at the word of God and see what it says about you. God has done a really good job of littering throughout. I mean, throughout old, it's an Old Testament, New Testament. Paul is amazing. So any of the letters that Paul wrote, you're going to find just how awesome you are and just how awesome God thinks you are because he, he just, he puts it throughout. So, and it's the truth of the gospel and it's what happened because of Jesus finished work. 
It just takes a little focus. And I was going to go into something else, but I'm not feeling it today, so... Let's just make sure that no matter what is distracting us today, you do have many distractions. Man, we have so many distractions nowadays versus even when I was a kid. Like, it's, it's just exponentially increased. Um, and I get it, and there's no condemnation. But let's make a little bit of room for God. And it starts little. That's all you need to give them. Just give them a little bit of room. Give them a little bit of your time, five minutes even. And that's going to open the door for more time later because you're going to want it. It's not a religious habit. It's going to be a thirst, a hunger for what he has for you. And he's going to reveal things to us, guys, that are going to blow our minds. Like, we, we are set up the church. Whoa. This one, very specifically, I know there are more, but this one, very specifically, God is setting us up for stepping into something completely new and completely different. And it's going to come through us recognizing who we are and moving forward in our walk with him. Because otherwise, you're stagnant. I mean, if you're not going to renew your mind, then you're, you're not going to fulfill what he created you to do. So let's get our focus back. It's just a little shift. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> you rinse in the waterfall of his grace and you repeat the truth of his word. I really hope, my, my, my hope is that you guys are going to leave today or t tomorrow, three days from now. You're going to look at... You're going to look at, you know, a good friend or something, and rinse and repeat's going to come to mind. Um, so I hope that uh, you, you guys enjoy the, <laughs> the technique here. <laughs> so how does it work to renew our minds? So Romans 10.17 says, Faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. So the more we hear the truth of the gospel, the more our faith increases. The more our faith increases, the more our beliefs line up with the truth. The more our beliefs line up, the more our mind is renewed. And the renewed mind leads to a transformed life. So that's, that's the, the layout of exactly how renewing your mind works. So from a practical sense, repetition has been scientifically proven to physically alter your brain. There have been studies conducted on the brain that have actually shown that our neural connections in our brains can change to make repetitive thoughts easier to access. Scientists call this neuroplasticity. I bet you didn't know you were going to get a science lesson today. There's a prominent Christian scientist named Dr. Carolyn Leaf and she's done extensive, extensive, excuse me, probably expensive too, but extensive research on the subject. She says the wiring in our brain is like a path through the woods. So if you picture a path going through the woods, the more we walk on the path, the wider it gets, which makes it easier to pass through. 
In a similar way, the more we think about something, the more neural connections are made in the, in the brain, which make it easier to access the thought. The opposite is true when you stop thinking about something. That path gets grown over with weeds and, and brush, and it makes it more difficult to access that thought. So if we change our thinking, we change the wiring in our brain. And that is a physical way of renewing our mind. That is what actually happens through repetition. So therefore, repetition is the key to keeping our focus on Jesus. All we have to do is rinse and repeat. Rinse in the waterfall of his grace and repeat the truth of his word. So what do we repeat? The truth of his word, right? I just said that. But more specifically, there are lots of places in the Bible that express the truth about who we are. And I have selected seven truths. They're based on specific scriptures. Um, I did not, these are not the actual scripture themselves. I took it and I modified the verse to personalize it for us and highlight the truth in each. I want to do a little activation. So what I'd like to do is I'd like here in a minute for you guys to repeat after me. I'm going to name the scripture reference, and then I'm going to say, and, and we should have it up on the, on the board as well, um, and then I'm going to say uh, the, the truth of that scripture, and it's about us. So... I'll also pause a little bit between each one. I don't know if anybody likes to take notes, but I don't want to throw off you note takers. So I'll pause a little bit between each one before moving on to the next. But if you don't get this all down, we will have this out on YouTube so you can come back and review uh, to, to get, get the specific scriptures. At the least, I would put the scriptures down. So you guys up for that? Is that okay? A little activation? Okay. So this is what I recommend we do to, to renew our minds. So the first is Romans 5.17. Gotcha. Okay. Um, okay. So this is the actual verse. Um, so I'm going to read what, uh, I did not write down the verse, so I guess I'll read it here, and I will then have you repeat what I have here, which is, actually, this is going to be confusing. Don't, go ahead and take the, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Good job. Thank you. Sorry. So this is the paraphrase that I wrote based off of the scripture that you just saw up there. Romans 5.17. I want you guys to repeat after me. I have received the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness to reign in life. I have received the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness to reign in life. You guys feel that? Whew. You speak the truth over yourself. It changes you. Romans 6.14 Sin has no dominion over me, since I am not under law, but under grace. 
Sin has no dominion over me, since I am not under law, but under grace. 1 Corinthians, excuse me, 1 Corinthians 2.16. I'm an external processor, but, you know, I guess I need to drink some water every once in a while. I have the mind of Christ. That's a good one. Let's say that one again. I have the mind of Christ. Well, 2 Corinthians 5.17. In Christ, I am a new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. In Christ, I am a new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. Wow. Praise Jesus. The old has passed away. What is the old? The old's the old man. The old's that sin nature. The old's that, you know, junk that you guys don't have to think about anymore because it's passed away and the new has come. Praise Jesus. Whoa. Oh, this one's one of my favorites. 2 Corinthians 5, 21. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Whoa, you're righteous. You, you are the righteousness of God because of what Jesus has done. Wow, there's, there's nothing more to do there. That is who you are. Whoa. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then Philippians 4.7. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guards my heart and my mind. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guards my heart and my mind. Whoa, praise Jesus. Wow. Well, I just challenge you guys out to chunk out some... I, whew, let me say that again. I challenge you to chunk out some time during your week uh, to... Step into this a little bit more. There are tons of verses. Uh, these are some of my favorites. There's so many more. Um, as you start declaring these things over yourself, you are going to notice a change in your life. You are going to have a better day. I even wake up every morning, and among these, I just declare that today's the best day of my life. And that has made a huge difference. I've been doing it for about eight years now. And that has made a huge difference in just the way my day goes. You know, if today's the best day of your life, it really doesn't matter what you think is going to happen. There's always the possibility. Suddenly. God's a God of suddenly. God's a God of now. You know, if you are ready for it and looking for it, the suddenlies happen. And there's always something new. And there's always the chance, the hope of something new happening, something amazing, or even just a little, what a friend of mine calls a bliss kiss, a little bliss kiss from God, a little, hey, I love you, and I'm here. <coughs> so I want to leave you with one last illustration. As we start to begin to transition into worship, I think the worship team will probably be heading out here pretty soon. 
Don't worry, I could talk some more, but I have. <laughs> I actually have a, uh, I've got a prayer that I want to pray first, and then I haven't forgotten about the tea. But I want to pray this prayer over you. This is uh, uh, from Paul's letter to the Colossians. It's uh, actually, I'm reading it from the Passion Translation, and it really hit me hard as just an amazing example, example of who we are in Christ and what God thinks about us. So I pray that you would receive the perfect knowledge of God's pleasure over your lives. I'm speaking this to all of you and everybody online. Making you reservoirs of every kind of wisdom and spiritual understanding. I pray that you would walk in the ways of true righteousness, pleasing God in every good thing you do. Then you'll become fruit-bearing branches, yielding to his life and maturing in the rich experience of knowing God in his fullness. And I pray that you would be energized with all his explosive power. Whoa! from the realm of his magnificent glory, filling you with great hope. Whoa. So one last thing real quick as we uh, transition to worship. Um, I just wanted to share a little bit of something with you guys. I, I went through a lot of my life thinking, oh, well, when, when I got saved when I believed that Jesus had died for me, forgiven me of my sins, he, you know, he came into my heart, right? I always thought he, you know, it was this little Jesus, and he built a little house in my heart, and it's all this little cute idea, and, but the, I realized over time, God showed me that, that if a little Jesus in a little house that leaves my mind open to think that maybe he'll leave. You know, if I mess up big enough, he might just, you know, walk out the front door of that little house and he's going to take off. And that's not what happens when Jesus comes into our hearts, when we believe. And the reason I made this tea is the water is us. The tea bag's Holy Spirit. And Jesus infuses the water. So when you believe what he did on the cross, and when you believe that it is finished, and that he's with you, it's exactly like the tea in this water. It's a new creation. This is you and Jesus together in union as one. And the tea can never be separated from the water. Like, whoa, there's no way to separate it. So I just wanted to share that as we start to go into worship. And we can kind of, this, this was a... Uh, was a uh, cold brew tea, but as we start to worship, I think our, our tea is going to start to boil. So I just want you guys to, to just 
Whoa, a natural, I forgot to say that, a natural result of the renewing of your mind is gratefulness and joy. You can't help but praise God when you, when you realize and, 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 and just meditate on his goodness and what he's done for us as we renew our mind. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope you received a fresh revelation of the gospel of grace and that you experience the goodness of God in your everyday life. For more content like this or to stream our services live, visit thebridgespringfield.com. Have an awesome week.